Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Paul Reed Smith and the Maryland Hall team are offering a live virtual four-day music camp from August 10th to 13th, 2020. Open to musicians and enthusiasts of all ages. Be ready for a fun experience of learning music with the greats, all from the comfort of your own home. The school's teachers are top professional musicians to include renowned guitar maker Paul Reed Smith, legendary drummer Dennis Chambers, YouTube guitar teaching experts Tim Pierce and Tyler Larson, along with session directors Gary and Greg Granger, known worldwide as the Granger Brothers, as well as some of Maryland's best. Tuition is $100 per person for all four days of all masterclasses and will be live-streamed from Maryland Hall in Annapolis, Maryland between 11 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. each day of the event. This is a live event, live-streamed to anyone with a phone, tablet or computer, so you have the opportunity to ask questions via the web chat to the teachers. Registrants also have a chance to win a brand-new PRS guitar each and every day of the event. On top of that, the entire event will be available once the camp is concluded in a condensed format to those who have registered, so you won't miss out if you're unavailable for part of the schedule or have to take a break. Visit MarylandHallMusicSchool.com or follow links in the description of this podcast. This week, Guitar Nerd is sponsored by Solid Gold FX. Solid Gold Effects are a Canadian effects pedal powerhouse making boutique goodies that we at Guitar Nerds really think are worth a spot on your board. Across the board, Solid Gold Effects offer high quality, originality and affordability with a range so comprehensive that there is definitely a pedal that they make that you, dear listeners, should purchase. Looking for fuzz? Well, there are eight different fuzzes in their range. From the dual tone bender circuits of the communication breakdown to the modulating polyphonic octave down synth fuzz of the Lysis. And of course, it doesn't stop there. There's so many cool, interesting, unique effects. The countercurrent, a momentary feedbacker and delay for 8-track garage rock ambience. The Funkzilla for a super controllable ultimate envelope filter for rhythmic funk quack. Check out SolidGoldFX.com for more information on their entire line of pedals. Guitar Nerds is sponsored by Reverend Guitars, and we are very happy about that because we really love Reverend. Well-built, affordable, unique, extremely cool, retro with modern sensibilities. Recently, we've had a Jetstream 390 and a Greg Cock Gristlemaster sent to us from Merchant City Music in Glasgow, and we've loved them both. 
The Jetstream is a gorgeous, reverend, original, jaggedly shaped retro offset with three specially voiced P90 pickups and a deliciously roasted maple neck. The Gristlemaster is an oversized T-style guitar with the incredible sounding Fishman Tele pickups, a Firebird style ramp and a tonal palette so broad you'll never need another guitar. Seriously, their range is massive. Choose from a fantastic spread of bolt-on set necks, basses and unique signature models. If you love guitars and you love this podcast, then I'm afraid you're going to need one. Check them out at reverendguitars.com. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Brandon, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello. And Jay Cross. Hi. <laughs> there like we go. Gonna, you sound like you're going to laugh, Joe. No, I was Jay just happy that I got everyone's name correct this week because that uh, has been causing me nightmares. I have one of those things where Matt I'm... Matt Nightmares or yeah. Matt Clarkmares. <laughs> 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 yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, in fairness, Matt Knight, Matt Clark drives a DeLorean, which is pretty cool. That he is used cool. To, he used to drive a London cab, not as a cab. He had it because he liked the look of them, but people kept trying to get in, so he bought the <laughs> DeLorean instead. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> and what, unless people wanted to get in the DeLorean, but everyone wants to get in the DeLorean. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I, th- I, I don't know how much he drives the DeLorean anymore. He said it broke down all the time. I think... Know? um, um you know ev- everywhere in the every hobby has its ultimate nerd you know yeah. guitars have guitar nerds cars have jay leno and jay jay leno's garage or garage is um one of the most in he has got 300 cars and i watched one on delorean and someone bought one in and they were like it's actually a really crap car Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It's quite quite noted as being terrible. Yeah. Um, but the only reason they went for a DeLorean is because the original choice of time travel device for Back to the Future was a fridge. Um, but they were concerned that children would lock themselves oh, in fridges. Um, because a bit of movie trivia, obviously, for those of you who haven't seen Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal whoa, 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 Skull. Whoa, 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 spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. No, no, that that film doesn't exist. That spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is a terrible movie, and if you haven't seen it, it doesn't matter. What are we talking about? It's the best one. Um, some Ford's but best there, movie. Spoiler alert. There is a scene where Indiana Jones gets in a fridge and survives a nuclear explosion. Which is um, impressive. To which say which the was least. how, which was how Marty, uh, Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly, and the Doc were going to time travel in Back to the Future originally. Both of them in one fridge. Yes, be, I think because, well, basically, what had happened was is they had a imagine fridge. how less dramatic that would have been. I know. So the fridge went back to 1955. How does a fridge go 88 uh, well, miles an it, hour? Well, there there was no 88 miles now. It's just a fridge. Um, so. <laughs> I don't feel that they thought this through. Yeah, and no, so the the original timeline was that they they somehow went back to 1955, got stuck, and the only way to generate enough power for the fridge to go back to 1985 was that he would have to get in it in Nevada during a nuclear test. And that would 
generate oh. enough power to get him back to 1985. Wow. So that uh, right. Well, they really that is a totally different plot line. Yeah, Instead they totally ended, rewrote just, that movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they, well, they, they I they... much prefer the him getting it on with his mum plot line. I thought that was better. <laughs> Joe, spoiler. Oh, damn it. Um so yeah, this this um that's DeLoreans for you. That's a long segue between Delor- Matt Clark, DeLoreans, and Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes, well, anyway. And that's why you've joined the Guitar Nerds podcast. <laughs> yes, dear listener, welcome. I hope you enjoyed the start of this podcast where we haven't talked about guitars at all. Anyway, at the start of the podcast, we always like to introduce our new patrons. And of course, it's the start of a, a new month for us, certainly when we're releasing this. So it's interesting to see. All the new patrons that come in. So uh, we've got Kyle Harris, who has moved up to the $10 tier. Welcome, Kyle. An absolute legend. And adding to the names. You know, um, I had to re-record the last song like three or four times because... Now in sort of the the way I I sing it, sort of the pentameter, I need to be. Is that the right word? Probably Sorry. not. The 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 rhythm at which I need to uh, 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 say the names or sing the names um, barely allows for the amount of names I have in there. So it's so it I I need to. So with the addition of Kyle, it's going to become even harder. So I either have to change the song or sing faster, basically. So I'm gonna. See what I can do. Also, welcome to uh, Todd Oakland and to Marius Backman. Thank you Two very more much. legends. Yes, thank what you are we at? Much. Where are we at, Joe? Oh, mod we mode. are within $50 of, um, of Mod Mode, <laughs> which is why I actually stopped. Well, we all started planning it which, which uh, is this why, week. Which is why Mark Packham hasn't been on the podcast for the last three weeks. because <laughs> he's, he's been preparing. Finally, no, 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 because he's finally realised that he might have to reap what he sowed. <laughs> <laughs> he sold the guitar and now he needs to try and get it back. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we are sort of faced with a small problem that, that Mark won't leave his house and we need to get the mod mode guitar from Mark somehow. But uh, I'm sure it's all going to come out in the in the wash. I'm, I'm looking forward to mod mode. I think it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to... I was looking at like weird accessories, like things I could modernate the other day. Obviously, we're going to fit an Atari kill switch somewhere. But of course. I, I, I want to fit it somewhere ridiculous, you know. Um, Back of the headstock. No, nah, like underneath the strings in between the I was the thinking pickups. underneath the strings in between It'd the pickups. It's so yeah. inconvenient yeah. For, for everything, <laughs> especially as I'm not sure that those guitars are sw- swimming pool routed, so right, you'd then right. have to route a hole in the uh, in the middle of the body. We'll see. We'll see. Just um, we'll work it on, on mad guitars and... Um, I was going to say stupid, but it's not stupid. Did you see that Manson made Matt Bellamy a violin bass, but with all of his like crazy stuff in it? Oh, that's wonderful. Um, oh, I love Manson. That's such a cool thing. Yeah. How did they fit it all into a violin bass body? That's impressive. Oh, I mean, it's they're already hollow. Not like they have to yeah, take a lot I of wood so. out. Um, I guess so. They're just small. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was trying to find the... Um, I was trying to find the post um about it but yeah it was just like it's got like a fuzz factory and all sorts of mad stuff well, in it so is he playing that. is he playing bass in a band now or is that just for like knocking about at home probably just for knocking about at home. i mean probably. one of the marketing pictures is him on what looks like a unicorn uh like floaty device for a swimming pool what they're called sorry oh like a, a lilo a lilo that's it okay. um probably in his like nice house Um, I've just found the picture so yeah it is basically a violin bass where 
By the looks of it, the entire binding, it's black with white binding. All the binding lights up um, oh, for a start, <laughs> which, uh, which is uh, incredible. Yeah, so it's LED body binding uh, with a light up headstock logo um, in jet black with a chrome pit guard. Um, but it's got the, the, the original, still got like the original sort of bridge on it. Uh, what? Oh, it's the, it's, what? Sorry, the wooden bridge with fret wire making the actual. Yeah, it it, lo- right, it, lo- okay. it looks like that. Although, to be honest, probably uh, I'm going to imagine that Manson's probably made some sort of changes to it. Yeah. Um, no, Jay. Actually, he is playing bass in a band. Oh yeah. Um, he is playing in a band called the Jaded Hearts Club Band, which I think is him. It's uh, oh, who's that? It's Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, no, I've just found it up. So it's uh, I've just got 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 the Wikipedia page up here. So it's uh, Graham Coxon, uh, Miles Kane from the band The Last Shadow Puppets, uh, Nick Sester Jester. Not sure how to pronounce their name uh, of the band Jet, and um, the drummer of the Zootons and Jamie Davis from another one of Graham Coxon's bands, uh, who I don't know. But, uh, yeah, six people. That's a lot of people in a band, isn't it? Two lead singers. Oh, and Matt Bellamy on bass. Um, it sounds They all like... sing. They all sing. All, all like There's two lead singers, and then the other four people in the band all do backing vocals. Wow. Like a polyphonic spree. Oof. Um wow. Yeah. Past members, Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did, did Matt Bellamy replace Paul McCartney? <laughs> Is that where it's a violin bass? <laughs> I guess it must be. <laughs> oh, sorry, apologies sorry. to listeners who are screaming at, at, at the audio, knowing exactly what this band is. It feels so famous that we should know about it, but I, I've never uh, yeah, heard no, of this Yeah, no, this is uh, 2017 they started, apparently. Wow. Wow. Uh, but they released their f- their first <laughs> album this year, live oh, at the Hundred Club. Um, so I would pay not to listen to that. But yeah, uh, I, I think the bass does look absolutely wicked, though. With LED body binding, that is just that, body that is... bindings. Let's stop calling it that. That sounds like body yeah. binding. No, I like it. it sounds great. Mm. Body binding. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, this is this is a uh, this is so past members listed on this wikipedia page is um the other two members of muse paul mccartney uh then uh the uh another drummer i wonder if at one point this band was paul mccartney graham coxon and then the other two members of muse and then paul mccartney left and they were like well let's get let's get matt bellamy in and then the other two members of muse left <laughs> i wonder what, what this is wow this is quite the super group Oh, quite a super group indeed. So there we yes. go. I mean, it sounds yeah, it sounds weird. Uh, anyway, for you know, for um, uh, for listeners who aren't aware, for new listeners, of course, there are quite a few of you. Um, we should talk about you know exactly what mod mode is very briefly. Um, so mod mod mode is uh, something that's going to occur once we reach um, a certain point on our on our Patreon. Uh, so if you're if you're not a Patreon member and you fancy signing up, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. And uh, and at that point, we are going to do an entire series where we're going to be 
adding the most ridiculous mods we can think of to this wonderful sparkle pink um, Stratocaster, Squire Stratocaster that uh, Mark Packham has bought. I kind of, I'm kind of gutted that we already picked a guitar with a great finish because, of course, finish is one of the things that we're not going to mod. We're going to mod everything else about it. Almost retrospectively, we should have picked something incredibly bland and turned it into something incredibly exciting. I think but... the thing is, though, refinishing a guitar yourself is just not oh, yeah. easy. No, no, exactly. No, um, t- tell me about it. I've been, you know, I've been painting my decking in my garden over the over the last over the weekend. That that in itself was hard enough to get an. Even is that poly finish. finish as well? Oh no, nitro. It's only all, always oh, of course, nitro. Yeah, yeah, of course, all... yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super flammable yeah. nitro. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done that. Got my fire pit out on it. Going to settle down <laughs> after the podcast with a few whiskeys. <laughs> I'm not going to do uh, that. Yeah, my, my two-tone sunburst decking. <laughs> Vintage correct nitro. Exactly. That would exactly. be that would be the ultimate in guitar nerdery. It's like oh, I've I've done a uh, sunburst decking. Yeah, well, I was looking for a new coffee table on uh, on Etsy this week, and it's surprising, uh, it's surprising how many because you get such wonderful like individual sort of artisan things. I want like a live wood coffee table or something cool like that, and there are so many that uh, what a tree, live wood. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> you call it live. It's called live wood if it's like shaped like a piece of wood from a tree. You know, like a. What I've done is I've cut down this tree and I've made a table that looks exactly like a no. tree. Yeah. No, no, no. What like I've done is a slice of tree. It's like a slice of tree. I've redirected the roots from this tree that's been growing outside my house <laughs> into my living room, and I've made. It's taken me forty years, but I've the, finally got a tree. The type of material and finish is called live wood. That is that is the that is the, the the gist of it. But yeah, I was looking around for that. There are surprisingly a lot. Don't think he appreciated are, us taking a piss out of his no. tree, out of his uh, table. <laughs> my, there, my live wood, my live wood table. They're expensive, but there are a lot that are like. Um, uh, sort of jazz bass guitar tops and everything and just i mean obviously i'm not going to do that that is the tackiest thing in the <laughs> world but i was surprised to see how many sort of premium priced guitar shaped tables there are sort of available yeah, yeah i think um i think fender actually did make a fender headstock coffee table for a bit i'm sure it was in the merch catalog at yeah one point. It, it it was and actually there was uh there was one there was one in the office when I started, and wow. uh, I, don't, I don't know where it went. <laughs> Some, it's it's um, not there anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, it uh, it was it was it was in the catalogue. Very very cool. Um, actually, very just weird looking. One one thing I have seen, which yeah, I can't decide if it's cool or not. I don't think it is. Um, but I don't know. Maybe are you, you going to no, talk about the chopping nothing, board? Nothing, nothing guitar the chopping related that isn't a guitar is cool. Like no, guitar no, tattoos a, aren't it's, cool. It's a um, it's a coffee table. There's just a glass cabinet that you can put your prized possession guitar in. Oh, which I thought okay. was quite cool. It's a guitar. It's okay. a clear topped guitar case that's yeah, also yeah, yeah, doubled yeah. up. I can get as behind that. I can get behind that. I mean, that's a big old coffee table, but I can get behind it. I'm like, oh, I think that'd be quite cool. I, I always thought the the really nice sort of bespoke cabinets that like go on your wall, that are like glass cases. I always thought looked kind of cool. Fender um, do Fender do some of those now. Um, yeah, but, I'm excited about those. Uh, I I think yeah, like a, a real sort of lit display cabinet on a wall for a guitar is kind of a cool thing. I mean, at one point, uh, I was trying to convince my dad to buy a uh, Fender gas pump 
there was oh, one yeah. for sale at one point. Oh, yeah. I was like, you need to buy the gas pump. So um, cool. They they were in like every guitar shop for a while. Yeah, because uh, we actually, or my dad, should I say, has a, well, it's a jukebox, one of the ones with all the bubbles and everything. Nice. And I was like, oh, wow. you definitely need the gas tank. That's very um, cool. And it was like crazy cheap, and then it, it went instantly, obviously. Um, but yeah, I always thought the gas tanks looked kind of cool. Yeah, you went through did. a phase of trying to get your dad to buy all sorts of like guitar. Basically, you were just trying to live vicariously through. Well, your basically, dad, like, I was like, oh, dad, guitar like, prices. I found, I found this auction. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you just buy all this stuff? And yeah, don't worry, I'll look after it for you. Guitar prices, you know, at the time, relatively low. Went up massive. Bubble burst. <laughs> I would have sold burst. it before the bubble burst, obviously. Bubble burst. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we've definitely missed the. Uh, point of, of high value vintage um on that there was definitely a point where it's good but yeah now not so much yeah absolutely or well, the point of no return as it's called in back to the future three which is the windmill if you remember what? no i don't oh know yes yeah it's the windmill. Yeah, just get in the fridge and nuclear explosion <laughs> the, yourself yeah. back to 1985 <laughs> exactly exactly now this week uh, i've been uh so obviously i got quite obsessed with plectrums last week we talked about hushmid we talked about um uh, we talked about windspear uh gravity obviously i have loads of these gravity plectrums which i absolutely love but i got uh through uh my chicken picks i went for the standard the 2.6 mil very nice, Matt. Very nice. Uh, sort of weird, like chinery, more chinery than I expected them to be. Like more. Uh, let me see if I can. What? There you go. <laughs> Hear that? It's kind of chinery. That was it dropping into my whiskey glass. Oh shit! That's just covered. Look at you swore. <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this but, is uh, not behind the paywall, people. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry. That will be that will be appropriately beeped. Anyway, really good. The chicken picks. Um, I, I... I like them. I, you know, said last week, great. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Picks. But I've, uh, I've, I started uh, sort of. Delving... I take, no, sorry. Before you, before you carry on, uh-huh. I feel like you opening up about your um, artisan pick, your newfound artisan pick enthusiasm, mm. led to a whole load of discussion from a lot of people being like, "Yeah, I've, I've also delved into the world of artisan pickery." Uh, and loads of people were posting on the group about all the like weird plectrums that they have bought over the Jay, uh, over the it, last few years. It's a it, it's a real rabbit hole. I, I mean, I recommend you know you, you take picks. a quick trip down it. But I you know I I've probably spent forty pounds on plectrums in the last week. So it's you know it's it's how many also, did you buy two? Well, yeah, I got what did I get? Three chicken picks, uh, one windsmere, uh, windsmere, a pair of Huffschmitz, five gravities. Yeah, so that's you know not a well a, a lot. I mean, they'll all last me a long time, and uh, assuming I don't drop no, they them, they won't. You absolutely no. lose all this stuff. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I absolutely will. But um, but yeah, the, you know, yes, it's definitely, and there were so many brands that I haven't uh, checked out yet. Yeah, um, there's some cool stuff. Uh, there, there's some other cool stuff. Some of the some of the listeners and and group members even have their own like uh, little online shops where they where they make plectrums. And I'm planning to uh, to to buy a few more, continuing down this route. But it's definitely an expensive thing, you know, comparatively, you know, to to get involved in. But I, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed exploring how plectrums can be different. Um, you know, I'll se- I'll send you all the ones I don't like, Jay. And, okay. And see what see what you think. Fine. 
Um, well, man's know. trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But anyway, I, I kind of uh, I'm I moved on into the uh, into the worlds of straps, into the world of straps this week, and I was kind of trying to look for interesting strap companies. Now, of course, I I wanted to find vegan strap companies, and I was like, well, the only ones I really know, as as me and Jay have mentioned, are, are kind of right on straps and also couch straps. Um, who both make fantastic straps, but I just wanted some more choice. I wanted to see what else was out there. So I checked out a few companies, um, conveniently by simply searching a hashtag of vegan guitar straps on Instagram, I found there were loads of companies that I didn't know about, hmm. um, which was great. Um, uh, uh, Richter Straps, who uh, make uh, kind of, you know, non-vegan and vegan straps, they have a fantastic a broad range of straps they're sold through Tome and you know through most major sites they're certainly the most major company that i checked out uh mark hoppus in fact plays the the vegan strap range um which is called rubber duck they actually offer vegan straps in some of their other ranges but um the range i thought was the most interesting was their rubber duck series dear listener and they're really interesting because they actually have kind of a range they're very simple and black but um they do the rubber duck one two three four and five and they're all slightly different whether they've got kind of a thin tip or a broad tip or they're a, a thicker style or maybe they're a sort of leatherette outer finish yeah um it, it looks like the rubber duck one i would say is probably your kind of vintage gretch style strap that sort of rockabilly strap that's like one sort of normal width pad that goes over the shoulder but then the, mm. the very thin strips that go over the uh the jack not jack plug e strap exactly plug. exactly and at the other end of that the five is kind of the same thing but very modern so where you have the thin strips you also get the little um the little click in toggles i don't know what those things are called you know like on the back on backpacks oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. you get those little sort of three like a seatbelt style yeah thing. that that yeah, sort yeah. of thing so so it has those like quick release things with the straps that's the one that mark hoppers was is has been using recently but i thought they were great like a really interesting range of straps really nice you know they you know even if even if vegan straps aren't a thing for you i think these are a fantastic range of uh straps like really good looking kind of affordable come with their own locking uh uh you know pieces um, i am um, actually one thing that's it's not just that they're vegan one thing that and you know i quite often think about the uh you know this the kind of sustainability of um some of these products and you know how good they are for the environment um and this is made out of a certified polypropylene um that burns to water and can be recycled several times huh. so um it's e not even not only is it vegan, it's actually fully recyclable as well, which I think is very, very good. Yeah, they were. Um, it looks like this company also do a bunch of signature, um, uh, signature straps. So they've got. Oh, I had a, to check that out. Yeah, well, they so they've got a um a Gary Holt. Uh, I guess this is a vegan one. It's under the vegan section. So yeah, the Gary Holt strap, who uh was the uh maybe still is the guitar player in uh, Exodus and replaced uh jeff hanneman in uh slayer so he's got a signature strap um which uh is quite cool quite interesting that they're doing something like that uh millie petros petrotha petrosa um who also is a uh a metal guitar player from the band creator um 
not sure how you pronounce their name, so sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, cool that there's a bunch of like kind of metal people um, with uh, signature vegan guitar straps. Yeah, yeah, they seem they look really good. You can check them out, listener, at richterstraps.com. They're a German company, hence why I guess they're so readily available at Toman, but definitely worth kind of checking out. Um, but I, I checked out a load more brands too, and and the great thing was I checked out big companies like Richter making these cool straps and these awesome little uh, shops, these little companies with like Etsy shops and things. One of the companies that I thought was great that I think maybe Jay you'll especially appreciate, um, or you know Matt you'll certainly appreciate too. I just thought these were very very cool and a bit more fun, a bit less sort of you know metally maybe than the Richter straps was cat strap fever yes um very very cool very small found them on instagram only 157 followers and my goodness they should have more they've uh, um they they run purely off of a little etsy shop but my goodness the strap range that they offer on that store is absolutely fantastic. what is what is the name of this company uh it's cat strap fever Cat Strat Fever. Cat Strap Fever. I strap, put a little, of course. There's, strap, there's a, because there's we're a, talking about straps. Yeah, cat Strap. Yeah. There's a little link in the in the podcast document for this week, but uh, uh, but yes, they're uh, they um, they. Are, oh yeah, you've they're, you've, they're you've, absolutely... you've prepped this. You've prepped this very well. I hadn't even noticed. It's because uh, I don't really pay attention. Yes, to yes, stuff I have. Do. In fact, I prepped it so well that actually the I, I was going to talk about all their strap range, but in the time from when I checked this out to now, they've put a note up on their Etsy site saying, "Hi, thanks for checking out my shop. I'm taking a short break, but we'll be back soon." Huh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, there you go. That's live podcasting for you. But um, they they certainly did do, and as you can see from their uh, from their Instagram and listener, I thoroughly recommend checking it out. Cat Strap Fever on Instagram. I, they um, do a fantastic range of really cool, interesting straps. About Cat Strap Fever, handmade guitar straps now with added cats. Yes, they that's, all. That's, that, that's all you need. That's all yes. you need. They were very cool. They were very cool. They were very similar to um, to Coco Straps, um, who I thought were a fantastic. Another little company now. Now these guys have only just started up. Again, an Etsy shop. Again, vegan straps. Coco guitar straps on uh, on Instagram. Ten followers. <laughs> that's that's it. Made in made in Reading. Reading. Made in UK. Reading. Despite despite that very very small following, a fantastic and unbelievably substantial range of straps that all look yeah, wow. wonderful on their Etsy store. Some incredible things, including their horses and cowgirl strap, which I thought looked absolutely fantastic. So these are these are your normal your standard width cork tipped straps, all with very unique and interesting designs from kind of clouds to. Uh, cactuses to the cloud uh, to... that i really like the clouds that that first clouds one that's up on there the the yeah. like blue and white one is really really nice they've got some great i'm a big fan of their the flamingo bees. their flamingo strap is 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 what i'm thinking about getting um now i was gonna say if, i would make uh, sure that if you're thinking about getting you get it before uh, there's only one left <laughs> before yeah. the podcast goes out because yeah. there's only one left <laughs> yeah. well i was gonna say boys like i you know i really loved all these straps that i checked out but you know if you guys i'm i i, I am well up for getting everyone a strap so if there's something on here that you would like i will purchase you a strap i'm gonna get this flamingo one um, yes there is a <laughs> there's a fantastic black strap with pink clouds on it I want that one. Nice. You want that one, yeah? It's, oh, yes, I see. It's a, the vegan, it's a ukulele strap. Is it? 
No, it's not. There's a guitar strap further down. Ah, there's Quite a, a guitar strap down. There's version. lots of straps on here. Oh, my goodness. There are so I like many. the Planets one. That's cool, isn't it? Do you want the planets one? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. Don't, don't put me on the spot, Joe. I can't handle it. I can't handle okay. it. It's too, too much pressure. I need That's to have fine. a look, find something cool. Oh, I, I found the black one with clouds, uh, Matt. Okay, I'll get that uh, one. Oh, Jay, right. there's, there's a... That um, one's yours. There's a denim one here with the word legend on it. I did see that. I did see that. I did I did see that. And I did think, yeah, yeah, that's me. Denim legend. Absolutely. Like, I can't get that. All right, shall I get that? Um, but oh, they... they so legend. Good. These straps are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. They look incredible. Listener, I thoroughly recommend you checking them out. You can find them on Instagram at Coco Guitar Straps, or you can check them out on their Etsy shop at Coco Guitar Straps as well. They have such a fantastic range of, of straps. Just really cool. I'm, I'm putting out there. 20, from Reading, UK. 2021, year of the uh, fancy strap. Well, yes, and and why not? And why not? Now, continue. I've got like two more brands that I want to talk about. So, so at the moment, I'm 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 bear in mind. So it's Pink Clouds for you, Matt. Jay, you're still choosing. So still choosing, just in case you you come up with something better. Yeah, well, better, there you I go. Mean, so, more expensive. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's have a look at I'm trying uh, to bankrupt Joe. The next one I want to talk about is Native Sons. Uh, so you can check them out at Native Sons Goods. Uh, dot com. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, what I really liked about this range of vegan straps is they went for kind of uh, traditional imitation. So it's like a, it's leatherette or it's suede, if that's what you call them. Sort of leather imitation and suede imitation tit straps with like uh, these gorgeous, like thick woven strap material. Now you can either get them, uh, you can either get them in in kind of just a simple kind of tawny. Uh, thick weave finish or they do wonderful kind of traditional designs whether that be uh, whether that be stripes or those sort of uh, more regal curtain patterns or leaves and things like that it's all mosaics and that sort of uh, that sort of design it's very um i don't know if it's 1950s it's not the kind of vibe no, is it's it? sort definitely of like not 1960s 1950s, sort of yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's definitely more 60s. In, that, in that kind that, of real vintage strap style. Mm. This kind of strap that you would find in a old 60s guitar case. Um, yeah. I, I, I love these straps because for me personally, these are the straps that I don't have access to if I don't want to you know, buy a leather product because so so many... So, so often with kind of vegan straps, you end up uh, having to get really sort of like fun modern straps, and I want something subtle and traditional. And this, the these straps certainly offer that sort of uh, that that kind of traditional design. They come in sort of a, a thick shoulder pad and a and a sort of more more standard uh, width as well. But there are some there are some lovely lovely things there. I, I really like the Maverick, which is their padded material um, uh, strap, which they offer in like a turquoise and a rust. Um, as well as kind of a, a range of finishes as well. The rust is like this you know, sort of gorgeous orangey red that I'm a, a big fan of. I think that might well be my favourite strap in that range. But those are really good as well. US company. Um, so, and, Albuquerque, and, New Mexico. I'm surprised yeah. they haven't done a Breaking Bad style strap. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. The only thing anyone's ever heard of that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Place for, I imagine. Yeah, well, certainly right, mate, over calm here. Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> certainly for me. But, uh, Crikey. Yeah. And, uh, like the okay. Albuquerque isotopes. Oh, I don't know from what that is. The, to, to be fair. From the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> i see i see and uh and the last company i want to talk about is moonflower music who again tiny little company only started during since the covid19 <laughs> i thought you were gonna say since this podcast since we started <laughs> recording this podcast i only just started making straps uh yeah like a wonderful company that have uh that has started yeah since um uh since covid19 just a couple who uh, uh, who who make a lovely range of straps that you can check out on moonflowermusic.co. Um, but yeah, really simple kind of suede-esque tipped straps in some lovely kind of simple duck eggs and uh, sort of flower designs as well. So kind of more poppy and fun. But yeah. Yeah, I think they're really nice. Yeah, really cool. Nice. Really cool. This week, Guitar Nerds are teaming up with Echoline Pedals to offer you a £10 discount voucher across their entire line of pedals. This awesome range of British-built boutique effects boxes have been a Guitar Nerds favourite since we first discovered their gloriously transparent overdrive, the Roadrunner, five years ago. Recently, Echoline Pedals have relaunched and expanded their entire range, now available in a more compact, pedalboard-friendly chassis and with an un unbelievable pre-discount starting price of £119. Still handmade in the UK using the finest new old stock and top quality components, Echoline's range of drives, distortions, fuzzes and boosts are some of the sonically best pedals we have ever heard. They come with a full Guitar Nerds endorsement and we strongly recommend taking the plunge on one of these boxes. For details and to shop online, check out echolinepedals.com and use discount code ILOVEGUITARNERDS at the checkout for £10 off any pedal in their range. Guitar Nerds is brought to you in association with Faith Guitars. Based right here in the UK, Faith Guitars are designed by British guitar luthier Patrick James Eggle, who has been hand-building guitars for decades for some of the biggest names in the business. Founded in 2002, Faith Guitars have been voted the UK's best acoustic guitars five times in a row by both the public and panels of music industry experts, so you can be confident in your new Faith Guitar. 
Like all quality acoustics, Faith guitars are made of all solid tone wood, so you can be sure they'll start off sounding great and improve year on year. Faith don't use laminated woods. But you'll be pleased to know that despite the all solid tone woods, the superb specification and handmade construction, Faith guitars are still affordable, with prices starting at around £450 or $600. US Discover the range at faithguitars.com and then visit one of the many UK or European retailers to try them for yourself. But hold up! If you're in the USA or Canada, you can buy direct at faithguitarsusa.com and by using the coupon code NERDS at the checkout, you can get an exclusive 10% discount. So, in the UK and Europe, check out the guitars at your local dealer or faithguitars.com. But for North American listeners, Buy direct at faithguitarsusa.com and use the coupon code NERDS for a special 10% off at the checkout. That's USA coupon code NERDS at the checkout. Faith Guitars, award-winning acoustics, designed right here in the UK. Have you checked out the latest Ball Family Reserve collection from Ernie Ball Music Man? BFR is a celebration of Ernie Ball's heritage and instrument craftsmanship, which features some of the finest figured tone woods and finishes available. These rare pieces are offered in limited production runs and allow the public access to instruments previously reserved for family and loyal artists. This month features the Bongo in Wild Cherry Burst, the Majesty in Blue Steakhouse, and Valentine in Target Burst. Learn more about where to get yours at music-man.com forward slash BFR. So what do you think? What was, what was your favourite out of all of those? I, I, I like the... Um, I thought the cat's very good. Cat camo, I thought, was a very fun um, material. Yeah. Um, You've got to wait for those to come back around, I guess, now. But um, I must say the Coco straps, I thought, nice. I thought really nice. Good price. Uh, thirty-two fifty, uh, standard. Pounds, yeah. Uh, yeah, thirty-two pounds fifty. Lots of nice um, materials, finishes. Something, bit of something for everyone. Whether you're a, a metal player or, you know, you know, not a metal player. Or not. Those are the two options. <laughs> they are the two options. Um, you know, just no chains with any of these, unfortunately. Okay. Um, oh look, there's one with cocktails on it. Uh, White Russian. That's one for you, isn't it, Joe? You want the oh, cocktail yeah. strap with all the different No, it's got milk in it, it, mate. Oh, yeah, you can't have a White Russian. Mm. No, you could have one with oat milk. Mm. I could <laughs> do that. Vegan White Russian. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I... Swap out. Swap it out for tomato juice. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're, I think they're all really good, but Coco, Coco guitar straps, I think, for me, seems to stand out as a nice, nice one. Yeah, it's cool, and they're local as well, which is nice. Um, yeah, don't, yeah, don't I? You know, I always like to, always like to bump up against the local brand. So that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. good find, Joe. Sounds like you had a yeah. productive week. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was really <laughs> good. <laughs> yes, I enjoyed checking out uh, all the all the straps. Now I want to kind of talk about, um, you know, this this guitar build that we're that we're doing at the moment with Guitar Assembly. Um, so you know, originally we'd we'd asked for people to suggest just body shapes for us to then kind of mull over and maybe put to you in a poll. But we had one um, one suggestion that really stood out um, uh, from Alan Brunette, uh, who suggested a guitar um, 
that we felt was just so good and so thoroughly presented that we thought, well, maybe we should just bypass all this stuff and, and make this. <laughs> Basically, ignoring all other suggestions, yeah. uh, you've, you, you've hit all of the guitar nerds plus points. Or you exactly. basically made it pink. He know. made it a relic shell pink, single TV Jones in the bridge, one volume control T-style guitar um, with a roasted maple uh, neck and board. Um, you know, he even put the Guitar Nerds logo on the headstock. Lovely little button tuners. Um, and most importantly, a track as in... A, did we speak about this briefly on the podcast the I other week? I think we did. It, it, we, yeah. we were sort of debating whether it is uh, scalloped or yes. a track or... Uh... A sort of, yeah, a scalloped track area running through the middle of the guitar uh, to uh, prevent heavy strumming resulting in smacking the, the sides of the guitar. Um, and, you know... It's almost it, like a competition stripe that's actually... Yeah, in the guitar. Um yeah, I, I like it. I think um, one of someone on the group, uh, Vincent J. Ives, said, uh, "At least give it a kill switch or some furry dice." Now, I actually would like a, a fur, some furry dice on there. I think that would look quite cool, hanging off the strap button or the okay. headstock. Well, we can do that. We can um, do that. But yeah, I, I think the the question is, how deep is the guitar, and how deep is the uh, potential? Uh, track yeah, like that, will i be able true. to run my hot wheels underneath it <laughs> I, no I, I think that the track the the deepest point of the track is a, is the width the standard width of a guitar and everything else is just bigger i reckon you could oh you could really di- no 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 of course not no that's terrible <laughs> um yeah no i don't know i don't, I don't no, I, i'm up for this a t-style guitar as deep as an es-175 with a track in it. I, I, I think, because it, it kind of looks like there's a bit of a German carve on it, which I don't think there is. I think it's just the way that maybe the body's presented or it's shaded. Mm. I think if it was tracked like a bit like a German carve, almost, you know, that I think that would look kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it definitely needs um, some fairy dice or something, okay. like a kill switch, a button. Your you, Matty, you are absolutely just you've just turned into Homer and the car. Yeah. I'm I'm really sorry. What you've done is you've just gone, yeah. So here's right, okay, so here's the options. Yeah, and you've just ticked everything. You've just said someone's come up to you and you've said, right, here's all the possible options you can have on your guitar, and you've just said yes. You've just said, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, absolutely. I, I want that. Thanks. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> when, when you've got it all, you know, you need to just go all out. So the only thing, so what we're going to do is we're going to um, we're going to come up with some headstock because headstock's a big thing. We've got to create our own guitar nerds headstock. So I'm going to pop a few silhouette uh, headstocks into the Facebook group and on our Patreon group over the next few days. And listeners, if you could help us out, choose the best one. That would be absolutely fantastic. We also do have to decide. So in the image provided by Alan, it has a TV Jones style filter drum pickup. Um, but he has mentioned in the description of the guitar that he also provided that a P90 would also be sweet. And uh, so I guess we have to decide whether we go sort of full Cabernet with this or whether we introduce a P90 as a different thing. I, 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 kind uh, of... I would go Seymour Duncan, BG1400, Billy Gibbons, stacked single coil. Then it's just like the Esquire I used to have. That That's the dream. Oh, yeah. we, we can't have the Teddy Bridge. Okay. 
No, you can't. It will cut into the into ah, the gut. We have to have it. Yes, has to be P ninety humbucker or, or a TV Jones, and and out of those, I'd discount the humbucker because it's not very us. And I I think sort of TV Jones or P ninety really needs to be. The TV there. Jones is is very very cool. Um, headstock wise, I I must admit for me one of my favourite headstocks BC is Rick. the Music Man one. Four four and two. Mm. Four and two. Yeah, Three I mean, aside would be weird. I like that. I if this was me, I'd go for the old sort of snake oh. headstock. Um, no, but no. I appreciate that, no one would else. Would that have a channel like as well? Oh yeah, that's a yeah. great idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Oh, we'll we'll suggest some headstock options anyway. And, but... I, I, th- I think a different logo on the headstock. I'd put I'd put the 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 glasses on the twelfth fret as an inlay. Oh nice. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it has something else on the, the headstone. Katana's written logo on the headstone, maybe. Okay, yeah. well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to have a think about it. What, what do you think, Jay, pickups-wise? Would you go P90 or would you go for Delatron? I'd probably go P90. Um, I have always preferred that to a kind of uh, TV Jones-style sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, you know, that's down to me being a uh, punk oik. Um, I think I've just, yeah, I've just always personally, I've just always preferred that. So I'd, prob- I'd probably go with that, but, uh, you know, I'm also, I appreciate this is democracy. I'm open to all suggestions. Well, I, I'm kind of with you, Jay. I think, uh, you know, I, I love the sound of a, a, a P90. I think tonally I'm in P90 camp. I think aesthetically, I love how cabernetary this guitar is. And so mm. I'm kind of in the TV Jones camp for, for that. But I think tonally I'd, I'd rather have a P90. Matt, where are you? You think TV Jones over P90? TV Jones. And I just had a brilliant uh, idea. Yeah, go on then, Matt. <laughs> um, hear me out, right? Oh, Volume control. Oh, I was going to say laser beam, but then that was just a... No. <laughs> uh, basically, one thing I think is wicked is if you pull the volume control out, bypasses the volume control completely, why is it straight to the output jack for a little bit of a boost? I think that's I think that's worth doing. Okay, I mean, I've got that on my telly. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I think um, it just makes them super bright, super sort of in your face. Um, I, I don't know P nineties. I mean, I like P nineties, but I think it would suit a uh, maybe mahogany body guitar better. I think yeah. the uh, yeah, the fair. the TV Jones kind of. I'm assuming we'd we'd probably go for an older or ash body maybe. Um, and I think the TV Jones kind of just brings out some of the sort of niceness of of that sort of um body wood compared to uh to a p90 yeah i, I guess i could be convinced we'll have to wait for mark packham to reappear or, and then um, we'll ask him one choice could be um which we did talk a little bit about last week so we won't go into too much detail Rowhammer pickups uh which are the ones that are in the reverends um so you've got the bottom three are rails bottom three strings are a rail type pickup and the top three strings are the hammers pole pieces are the hammers i could definitely Um, get behind that i could absolutely get behind it i tell you what i i would have to you know find out sort of uh how much because because ideally we we, obviously we're going to have guitar assembly build these pickups and i i wonder if reverend actually have the monopoly on that pickup design uh, before before we start sort of doing that because we can't we're not going to put pickups in this we're going to have them built so and i think reverend might well um kind of own that as a concept is it um is it string through body? Would we do string through body or would it string through the bridge? I, it would string through the bridge for me. Ah, uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay, um, cool. 
I just couldn't tell. <laughs> locking, locking machine heads. I mean, Matt, it can Floyd do whatever Rose. we want. Yeah, we can have looking. We can do a Floyd Rose. Why Should we do LED body binding around the body? Yeah. No, yeah. LED body, mate. LED body. LED body. Yeah, yes. Just the, the body is one massive LED. It's actually Wait. something that we've nabbed from a lighthouse. Um, Fender well, it's did lovely to do... have you on uh, your last podcast with us, Matt. This week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start my own podcast. <laughs> Crazy guitars, nerds. Right, um, Fender actually did do an LED guitar once for Duran Duran. There was oh, a right. cust- there was a custom shop LED Strat that linked up to a computer. That then basically it had like 200 LEDs underneath, and it basically made a bunch of swirling coloured patterns in time with the visuals um, behind the uh, the screen on the stage show as well. Oh wow, that is that is impressive. That? Yeah, that is very impressive. Now, guys, we <laughs> we're so far through this podcast, and we haven't even got through the the intro the intro yet. But well, just um, before you finish the intro, I think we should just take a moment to. I mean, by the time he hears this, uh, it will be late, but we should. Just give a quick shout out to a quick happy birthday to the host of the world's number one pizza podcast, Blake Wyland of the Tone Mold podcast. His birthday is today. So, uh, you know, if... um if you're into if you're into pizza and stuff, Blake does this really good podcast where he he gets uh, he just interviews people from the world of pizza and sometimes <laughs> other areas of food as well. I think he's like had burger people on there and wow. and uh, and you know sushi uh, chefs and stuff as well. But yeah, really great podcast, really nice guy, and uh, yeah, this one goes out to Blake. In uh, in about a month, there's uh, an episode of the Friday Special coming out with me and Blake and uh, and Jay. You might regret uh, saying that because. When asked when asked about um, the pedals, uh, when I asked him about the pedals that he thought were the most impressive that he's seen over the last few months, uh, he uh, cited Fender pedals exclusively, almost as uh, being. Why? Why would I regret what I just said? I mean, he would. <laughs> he he is absolutely doing everything he can to get out of the world of doing guitar podcasts and move into the world. He wants to be the new Adam Richmond, you know what I mean? Like he just wants to go around and and like just check out pizza from around the world. So like, you know, I regret nothing. Almost definitely true. I've I noticed that recently the uh, the Tone Mob Instagram page has started posting more about uh his new um uh, his new weightlifting uh, <laughs> uh, stuff that he bought the other day to move a gym to home. In fact, I'm sure some of the podcast was taken up by him talking about his gym routine as well. So. Very different type <laughs> of uh, shred shed, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Matt, you actually bought a new speaker last week as well. I did on the never-ending hunt for tone. Um, yes, I decided... I, I got really into... A little YouTube channel by our friends over at Zilla Cabs. Um, they have, I think they've been doing it for a while, but they've kind of um, they're sort of up to the game in terms of camera quality and audio re- recording quality. And they're just doing a lot of like speaker comparisons, which is something that you don't really get. You know, they've they've kind of you know set up in a way that gives you a fair comparison between different speakers, edited um, you know uh, quite nicely together and i started seeing loads about celestian redback which is a relatively new speaker from celestian i think maybe this year maybe last year definitely wasn't at the nam we were at um last year and um obviously we'd spoke before about the neo creamback 
um, and their copper back, which is the, the mm-hmm. uh, their other Neo speaker, which is super high powered uh, neodymium um, speaker, which I think is supposed to go up against things like the EV speakers. Um, just a really high handling, but obviously incredibly lightweight. Uh, which I got, and you know, it wasn't bad. It didn't pair particularly well with some of the other speakers I was using. Um, I think it would work really well just on its own, especially if you're maybe using something like uh, I mean, they make a full range speaker for Kemper, but like a Kemper, or even if you're going to use it in like a Katana, um, or even if you're going to use it something like DV Mark or Quilter, you know, something solid state, super, super clean. And recently, because my Morgan pr12 had to go in for a service i've been exclusively just kind of moving over to using the olsen amp and i was like it's never really messed around too much with the gain channel i've always sort of stuck with the clean channel started watching this zilla youtube channel and i'm like man this celestian redback sounds awesome it goes up really well against loads of real high powered speakers loads of clean headroom but also for high gain stuff it's got that kind of great celestian character um so i spoke to the guys at celestian and they um they sorted me uh out a nice deal and uh, i got it in i've been trying it all um all weekend and i gotta say it's a great speaker loads of people in the group were asking me to kind of do some video videos on it but basically it's a hundred watt speaker so loads of um you know loads of power handling oversized voice call with a really big magnet on it so it weighs a ton which is fine for me because i'm never going to take it anywhere outside of um the the uh, the home studio um but what's great is you know if you've got a high powered um guitar amp head uh you know or you a big combo like a mesa boogie that's a great speaker replacement because obviously a lot of greenbacks are 25 watts greenbacks are 65 watts so loads of um power but if you're using a underpowered head you've got loads of headroom um, and when I'm using an EV speaker, which is like 200 watts, that speaker just overpowers everything else. Um, so this was a really good balance for using the Olsen Amps Little Hill with loads of gain or loads of gain from a pedal and it just kind of maintaining a bunch of clarity, but at low volumes. Um, it's really a speaker worth checking out, especially if you're looking at just doing a 1x12 cab. I think if you're doing a 2x12, it would probably be too heavy. Um, right. but as a one by twelve speaker replacement, it's um, it's wicked. Uh, it's, if you want to maintain that sort of green back character, but a lot more sort of power handling, it's one of the things that I always think of the last the last thing as uh, as being uh, something to shape my time. Um, yeah, I, I I kind of um, I remember having conversations about this before with an amp, amp tech, and I would never say. I kind of look to set the amp and the speaker as the bass tone and then have everything else affect that. So rather than going, oh, the thing I'm missing is this frequency response from a a speaker, but actually going, how does the amp sound just with the speaker and then obviously using other things to embellish it? Because actually there's bigger things you can do to an amp to change the feel and the, the sound. And the biggest one is change the transformers. Um, that's a lot less practical than changing it the speaker, is though. it is it is absolutely um speaker is obviously a, a very a good thing that you can change very very quickly aren't you um, just is aren't you just better off buying a different amp though if you want to if you're i mean what, what in what situation is changing the transformer better than just 
buying a different oh, app. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about speaker. Um, no, 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 not not different speaker. Well, I think that's why you get a lot of amps that just got upgraded transformers already, like a lot of boutique stuff. But I think, um, yeah. yeah. But then again, one of the most popular set of modifications for a Blues Junior is put a different transformer in it and change a bunch of stuff on the circuit board. And I think you kind of have to look at the, at the transformers like the heart of, of the amp. And obviously, the more efficient it runs, the better it runs, the better it's going to um you know drive your guitar signal but obviously yes that is an impractical mod to do yourself if you're not into electronics obviously um they're not wildly expensive they're only going to be as much as a speaker um but then obviously you've got to pay someone to fit it um but yeah i guess in some ways you could look at a different amp but if you've got an amp that you love the sound of but you don't necessarily want to drastically kind of take it a million miles away from what it already is you're not turning a fender into a marshall you're just turning a fender into a more beastly fender i guess as it were um but yeah it is not the most obviously practical of changes but speaker is a nice thing to do and i think if you're into high gain playing this is definitely a speaker worth going for um but actually for clean stuff i found it really good um again just because it's got such high headroom you can't really break it up and i don't want my speakers to break up i want them to stay super clean um so with the olsen which is just 20 watts it's been brilliant in fact as i I did post in in the group i've just been enjoying two channels on the amp a couple delay pedals that's it in the effects loop i'm like i saw this and i was maybe surprised maybe i've been you know i think uh I just, uh, yeah, I just needed to go back, back to basics. Back to the future. I mean, yeah, <laughs> back to the future. Not that using an effects loop and two delay pedals and is uh, is absolutely basic. But um, yeah, the the nice thing I was saying about on on this post on the Facebook group is that with the Olsen amps, it's not two a two channel amp. It's basically two amps in one. So they have their own set of circuits. Um, so they're you know, voice to complement each other, but you're not sharing EQ or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and the drive channel is just monstrous. Um, and I just wanted something with a bit more speaker handling than the cream back that was uh, already in there. So definitely a speaker worth checking out. And I also like the fancy colour red. I think it's a very nice red. <laughs> um, but I, a load of people asked me to do a demo in the group, which I will get around to doing. I've got something... Um, that might potentially help with that um, on the way. So hopefully I'll be able to do some some videos soon. Just trying to think about the best way to do it and try and mic stuff up. I'm no sort of mic. I'm not very good at micing up speaker cabs. Um, so, but I guess if it's just for a YouTube, uh, sorry, Facebook stream, it's not too bad. I guess. Oh, you what? But for you know, what what mics do you have at home? To SM57. Oh, you just got 57. That's all I have. I see. I see. I could definitely send you, a, you know, something something better for you to use. Um, like, uh, yeah, I SM fifty eight. What? It's one better. <laughs> yeah, SM, one better. SM fifty nine. Two better. Yeah. Uh, the Electro Voice RE twenty, I think, is probably the best mic on the market at the moment for for micing up um, okay. cabs. And 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 yeah. listeners, you know, this is this is actually. I, I tell you what, just as a as a as a, a brief mention. In a month's time, uh, I'm going to be running a uh, separate series of Katana. It's all about home recording, where I'm going to be talking to a number of producers. Because I do a lot of it here, and I have a lot of equipment specifically for home recording. And recently, actually, I spoke to the guys about talking about 
a home recording setups on the podcast and jay in fact suggested you know that you know because it was such a massive topic we should maybe deal with it separately so i'm going to be um so yeah there'll, there'll be a whole podcast about you know what i think about home recording and just you know some hints and tips for for people maybe thinking about in these sort of turbulent times uh focusing I'm on their home super excited setup. for that it's something yeah. that i've really wanted to get into now that i'm at home based at home and i've got all this stuff here i'm like i should just record some stuff well, you know, I, and yeah. I've had the I've had the spire, which has been great, and it's been really good for laying down all the ideas, just kind of like a quick notepad. And I'm like, yeah. no, now I need to actually, I need to put proper pen to paper, and actually, um, and just put some music out there. And even if like one person listens to it, um, I actually, I actually think even from a professional standpoint, the spire is an incredible acoustic. Oh, guitar, absolutely, uh, Mike. Um, which which stands up against the best of them. Um, so you know, I I I certainly think if you use that in uh, along with maybe something on the fretboard, uh, you know, something lighter on the fretboard, even like a fifty-seven in collaboration with the spire, you get some incredible results. I think it's really really good. But yeah, um, the, yeah, the really electro voice. Oh, sorry. Sorry, no. no I was just going to say, I'm, I'm really looking forward to you doing that, Joe. And actually, I I, I will uh, shock horror. I will actually probably listen to it because okay, it yeah. is um <laughs> it's something that I uh, I get asked about quite a lot. Uh, by just like my friend and actually especially over the last few months it's something that i get asked about a lot because it's like oh yeah you know a lot about guitars how can i record a good demo at home and uh it's an area that i literally i can't even blag because i know nothing about and i uh you know i need someone else to do the research for me so that i can just repeat it and pretend i know what i'm talking about <laughs> uh which is you know as as you lot know all of my guitar knowledge uh so yeah no um looking forward to it yeah. Yes. Yeah. It would be great. I mean, I have, I have almost. It's not quite. It's not quite. But it is, it is nearly a terabyte hard drive full of plugins. I have thousands of pounds spent in in plugins, and then you know things like like mic stuff like the Electro Voice RE twenty things like the Shure SM seven B. Like I, I do think those two are kind of interchangeable as like an essential mic that you can get around the room with. I want to talk about things like Neumann and their offerings as well because they've done some fantastic affordable options as well. And then you've got like the pre owned market um, companies like SE that came before Astin that you can pick up some of their some of their filters and things like that. That some of their shock mounts and stuff for for really reasonable prices so there's 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 so much stuff but yes as a very brief thing matt i could definitely send you an electro voice re20 which i think would be a fantastic mic for getting a real uh honest uh kind of amp response on a recording um yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. and i think um i want to do a bit more sort of live streaming uh in the group and uh you know sort of a few more hangouts in there so that might be quite good and yeah i've had a few bits turn up in the last few months that would be good to kind of show off so uh which actually i should give a shout out to uh marcus deluxe his uh little guitar nerds demo board i didn't up ask today. you I, the reason i hadn't mentioned this was because i realized before we recorded i hadn't asked you if it actually turned yes, up yes it today. did um <laughs> it's a, so it's a little um pedal board big enough for two pedals angled at such that you can uh you can sort of have them almost presented like just presented yes yeah. to camera rather than just sort of top down um i'm it's sat on top of my desk at the moment on top of speaker it's pink so i've put my pink boss dd3 on it uh and i think it'll be again great for doing some demos and, and some sort of uh, live streaming stuff as well so looking forward to some spending some time and and doing that but also um, listener if if you want to get like a, an, a value for money 
um, uh, pedal board, uh, you know, sort of small, uh, lovely, like reclaimed wood pedal boards. Then Marcus Deluxe, which is uh, Marcus with a C, and then uh, Deluxe D L U X E, Marcus Deluxe, one word, on um, uh, on Instagram. Uh, you'll find some absolutely fantastic bits and bobs there, and you can message him direct and pick yourself up a board. They are very cool indeed. Nice. Now, um, before before we finish this uh, podcast, we are we are v- nearing the end. I think we should uh, aim to get at least one piece of news in. So uh, let's do some news. News. Jake Ross. I figure we should, uh, we should, you know, th- th- we should let you do the single piece of news for this week. Okay, so um, this is actually a guitar that was announced at Winter Nam, and I have to say, it completely passed me by. I didn't know about the announcement at all. I haven't seen anything about it up until now. Um, but uh, uh, Sterling, uh, Sterling by Music Man, have released a signature guitar for Jared Dines. Um, and uh it looks really really nice i mean essentially it is a uh it's a stingray um in black with uh gold hardware which is often a kind of aesthetic that i'm not really into um but i think this looks really nice i think it looks really classy um it's got a, a concentric um volume and tone uh it's also got a kill switch built in um which is very cool and uh two humbuckers so like a really kind of um familiar feeling instrument but with some some neat little bits and bobs there um it looks it looks really good um and uh i have to say i guess rather embarrassingly i uh, not being that au fait with like guitar youtube i didn't realize quite how popular he was and when i said that to matt and joe last week they thought i was taking the piss um <laughs> but uh but i was not uh yes very popular person um and yeah i think this is a uh i think this is a a, a, a cool bit of gear it looks yeah, yeah i think a... it looks great i think it looks re- i think it looks really classy yeah, it yeah. is. It's definitely cool. Uh, he's gone for one of the weird things about it is he's gone for because he's a bit of a shreddy style player. Um, he's gone for twenty four frets. Yeah, and the the Stingray isn't traditionally doesn't traditionally have that amount of frets. So it's kind of having those extra frets has pushed that neck humbucker deeper into the body. So there's less space between the bridge and the neck humbucker. Also, a Strat trim on there as well. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's I, I like that he's doing a similar thing to like what uh, Stephen Egerton's done with his Music Man signature, mm-hmm. which is keep that um, keep that Stingray control plate, but with hardly any controls. Of course, the Egerton has doesn't have anything, no does controls. It? No, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. zero controls, which is so cool looking. But um, and. I guess the 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 Dustin Kensrue also. I think that just had like a volume. I think that's just volume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I I love that. I love the idea of this big oversized because it's quite a sizable control plate to then yeah. have <laughs> very little on it. I think that's a really cool aesthetic. Um, yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I I've not agree. seen cool. I've not seen it for sale anywhere in the UK yet. Six nine nine US dollars. Really? Oh yeah, my yeah. god! I oh, that's I think, really cool. Um, that's think, really cool for the price point. I think, um, you know, he's got 2.83 million subscribers. Yeah, it's quite a lot, isn't it, really? Probably probably something I should have known, but... It's more than us. It's It's more um, than us. 
<laughs> yeah, it's more than us. But I think what's nice is they've gone down the Sterling route to make it more affordable for his kind of audience as well. I think if you maybe gone down the really expensive route, maybe it would have priced a lot of people out. Mm. You know, it's got a lot of followers. I think it's it's something to ha- nice to have something so accessible. Yeah, um, absolutely. To go in at, at yeah. that price point, and well. and it's a really cool, really good looking guitar in its own right as well, which I think is kind of important. You know. Mm-hmm. It transcends just the Jared Dines audience, which is obviously quite substantial anyway. Um, but yeah, very cool indeed. Well, that pretty much uh, that brings us to the end of the free episode of uh, the Guitar Nerds podcast for this week. You can, of course, listen to uh, more of this podcast over on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds uh, where we're going to be taking questions from the facebook group this week we're going to head over there in a minute um and and uh, you can become a, a patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month a dollar a month gets you the regular podcast that we're recording now um ad free and early and then at the five dollar tier you get access to all our patreon specials that we're just going to go and record and the whole back catalogue of everything we've recorded before and at the $10 tier you get all of those things plus I'll sing your name in a song at the end which would be just fantastic uh, you can of course follow us on any of the social platforms with at Guitar Nerds and uh, join the Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds forum help us pick a headstock for this guitar uh, we'll be back next week with more of this guitar nerdery farewell cheers gang bye <laughs>
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.